Today marks the fifth anniversary since I started the Playbook Podcast. So now I want to share with you five of my favorite lessons from some of my favorite guests that I've been fortunate to sit down with. This is the Playbook. Where did your vision come from? You know, you're, you're from Galveston. I'm always amazed by entrepreneurs that I grew up in Akron, Ohio. And people ask me the same question, like where this big vision keeps coming and it doesn't quit. You're, you know, a little later on in life, not in your 20s anymore, but you see things at a different perspective than most people. I tell people this all the time. God uh, gives us all certain gifts. And, and I tell young people this, if I'm out at U of H talking to kids or, or whoever, and, and the smartest thing that you've got to do is you've got to realize what gift did God give you? And that's what you've got to do. And it's not always about making the most money. It's, it's can I play an instrument well? Can I be an artist? If, if one of my kids was really good at something, but it didn't make a lot of money, I would be fine with that. But, but find out what you do really well and, and, and go after that. He gave me a business mind. So going back to when I was a little kid, I didn't watch cartoons. I always would, would play business and carry around my briefcase. And it's just kind of something that always came really easy for me from knowing how to operate to the creative mind to the financial engineering. And, and if somebody said, why were you able to do this? I would say, because I was given those three gifts. True leadership is when a leader takes other followers and makes them leaders. Inspire others. That's true leadership. We have a real duty. And I'm telling you this, like this is where, why I'm so inspired to change one life a day. Maybe I change more, but one life a day. Why? Kid called me last night. Papa, I'm really frustrated going through this. I sent him this information. He has, uh, he has cancer with some stuff, dealing with some stuff. He came back. He was like, I never knew that I had the choice to live. I say, absolutely you have the choice, but watch what happens. And I'm gonna use the analogy of animals, right? Why is a lion the king of the jungle? He's not the biggest, he's not the strongest, he's not the fastest. The only thing that sets a lion different than an elephant is his mentality. That's it. I, when he walks up, he must be respected, period. An elephant weighs 50 times more than this lion. So why wouldn't the elephant look at the lion and say, mentality. If an eagle flies at a certain altitude, if he bumps into another bird up there, it must be another eagle. Because pigeons don't fly that altitude. They can. They can, but they don't. And so that's where we have to really understand what life really is. Life is really being that leader that inspires other followers to become leaders, not follow. How do you perceive time and, and how can we utilize time to the, the best of, of our own joy and bliss? See, what you call as life is a combination of a certain amount of time and a certain amount of energy. This is all it is. This is the fundamental. In the local languages in India, for example, the southern Indian language, when we say somebody died, we will not say he, they died. We say Kalamaitanga, this means his time got over. Actually, that's what has happened. It's a very literal expression of what it is. 
time got over. Right now as we sit here, our time is running away. Most people don't understand this. That's why they have time for all kinds of silly things. Otherwise, if you know your time is ticking away right now, you wouldn't do anything other than what really matters to you. If every one of us were doing only what genuinely matters to us, this is a fantastic place to live. Right now, too many people are doing things which they don't care, but they keep doing it. It keeps happening, all kinds of ridiculous things. So time is rolling. As we sit here, it's slipping. You can't slow it down, you can't hasten it, you can't control it, you can't roll it back. There is no rewind, there is no fast forward, there is no stop, there is no pause, there is no nothing, it just keeps going. So don't try to manage time, there is a way to handle time. See, time is a very relative experience. Have you noticed that on a certain day you were very happy, twenty-four hours, poof, went off like a moment. Another day you're a little depressed, twenty-four hours feels like an eon. So time is a very relative experience. So only… only miserable people can have a long life. <laughs> I love if you're that. a joyful… <laughs> <laughs> if you're a joyful person, it just gets over like that. Before you know what happened, it's gone. So the only thing you can do is to enhance your energy in such a way that what somebody does in ten years, if you can do it in one year, now if both of us live for hundred years, it feels like I have lived for thousand years. That's all we can do. So why is this important? Because in terms of our experience, in terms of our experience, the profoundness of experience is all that matters. See, right now somebody may think, no, wealth is important for me, money is important for me, family is important for me. All this we believe will give us a more profound experience of life, whether it's marriage or children or love or prayer or meditation or anything, all these are just tools for creating more profound experience of life. So when it comes to experience, it's a profoundness of experience. When it comes to activity, it is the impactfulness of our activity. This is all there is in our life, nothing more. Profoundness of experience, impactfulness of activity. For this to happen, the most important thing is that you are able to organize and heighten your life energies in such a way that people will start thinking you're superhuman because of the way you live. But this is not about being superhuman, this is about understanding being human is super. You really were responsible for scaling the business. And one of the biggest questions that I get as a business coach, as someone with entrepreneur and the TV show and everything is, how do I scale a business? Can you give us a little bit of insight on what some key points that you think uh, really helped you scale the business globally like you did? Well, there are a couple things. Number one, people that you brought into the organization. The people that you invited to come into your home, they were really, that was the most important thing. And you always had to try to get ahead of the curve because when you're growing fast, right, the, the skill sets that you need start to change. And your people, you have to help your people grow, and many times they can't. You've got to bring people in that have those skill sets and have been there before, done that, so to speak. And so that's the big thing is getting the right people, as Jim Collins says, in good to great and built to last, get the right people on the bus and get the right people off the bus. But that's the, that's the number one thing. The second thing is that you have to constantly reinforce the values of the organization. Leaders get tired of talking about long before the people get tired of it. And I, that's one thing I really learned. No matter where I was in the world, I gave basically the same speech.
that Starbucks is about people first and about coffee second. And we're here to serve. And that's it. And it was that simple. Now, I said it in a lot of different ways and, and practice it with different examples on how we did it. Because the minute you break that promise that you're here to serve, right, then people no longer trust you and they don't serve. And so you have to constantly reinforce it. So it's, it's really people first and then constantly reinforce the values. What is your philosophy about winning? This is what's interesting about winning, right? You, you know, it's this long journey. It's like a full season. It's all these practices. And at times you can kind of get lost. In, but that moment at the end, okay, it's, it's, it's like, it's unlike anything else. It really is. When you're, you know, just to give you like an image, when you're actually like hoisting the trophy, that moment, like on the podium, you've just done it. There's literally nothing like it. The high of it, um, the sense of accomplishment, the sense of satisfaction, um, and then hopefully the party that follows after. Like <laughs> those 24 hours, like that moment, followed by those like maybe not even 24 hours. You can't, there's nothing like it. And I don't care what you do, you cannot replicate it. Like, I'm sure there's other things in life, like, you know, maybe having a child, those kind of things. I get it. There's things in life, you know? Yeah. Kind of how maybe I felt like when I was, I don't know, five on Christmas morning. Like, there are <laughs> things. But as it pertains to sports and winning, like, th there's nothing like it. And, and I mentioned the, those 24 hours because it's funny, like, this past summer our team won. And I already knew going in because I had experienced it. But, you know, that night when you party with your team, you try to recreate it the next night because you're excited. And, and for us, we flew back to Seattle. And like you have a good time, but it's never like that first night. And so I, I, I bring this all up to say, for me, I got addicted to that one feeling. Hmm. And it only lasts like right. not a very long time. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, you got to do it all over again. It's sports crack. But, yeah. Except you have to work, 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 work. work. Yeah. exactly. And then with that, you find I found that you get also addicted to like the actual process of it. And I know people like throw that around a lot, so it's kind of, but it's true. It's like you do, you fall in love with the day-to-day -day of it. Whether you've been listening since the beginning or just started, thank you for making the playbook what it is today. Please let me know who you want to hear from on future episodes or even reinvite a guest. And let me know what your favorite episode is on Twitter, at David Meltzer.